0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: To the Bonnie Albers on air show And I am your hostess With the mostess. I'm the one that's got the glint in her eye Saying hello to you I'm Bonnie Albers I have a fabulous show This show is sought after every year And I know there's no pressure On our next guest But of course We all feel it It is such a cool show And I can't wait to talk to my friend my colleague my awesome guide he guides me through all kinds of things or his guides do and i just love him before i actually give you his name because i know you all know i want to tell you a little bit about him my friend oh i'll say who it is jerry Humphreys. he's a psychic medium he is a pet communicator he's a pet psychic he is a reiki master healer teacher He teaches metaphysical classes in every form from the extended, a very, very advanced to the very beginning, uh, beginning learning how to, you know, to ground yourself, how to actually get into the metaphysical world. He does all kinds of things on the outside. He's also a person-centered counselor. He is a hypnotherapist with, oh my Lord, one time somebody tried to do that to me and I drove them crazy versus them getting me hypnotized. But anyway, he is one of the best souls I know that lives here in this 3D plane. So please let me welcome to the house and I absolutely adore him, Jerry Humphreys. Hi, Jerry.
2: Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. <laughs>
1: i, I got to tell you, we got to start the show off by saying, do you believe it is, it is December already?
2: Maybe the end of another year, or maybe the end of another decade.
1: Or maybe the end of me, period. OMG, what can I say? It seems like I turned around. I'm kind of hoping this year goes, because it hasn't been a great year for me. But, I mean, just health reasons and things like that with people I know. But... Uh, I I just can't believe, you know, the good news is when things go quickly, then hopefully they end and beautiful new beginnings start. That's what I always love about New Year's and the holidays and things that happen. Uh, Even when you take a breath the next minute, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I, I, uh, you know, it's just been a, I can't even believe I'm turning around and it's going to be 2020. 2020.
2: In less than four weeks. I know it's um, a bit of a scary thought. Um, but then again, there is still so much that can be achieved between now and the end of this year. Um, particularly if uh, anyone is looking for a fresh start work-wise. There seems to be, a. have been inundated with, with questions about work and career paths over the last week or so, and it's that's what people seem to be focusing on the most. So you've still got time to plan if this is what you're looking for. Remember that there is a full moon coming in on the 12th, so that will help to bring some endings or closures of unfinished business. Um, and then you need to get your skates on if you want to start to expand a career path, or even if you're looking at something a bit more adventurous, which is maybe something a little bit more individualistic.
1: Wow. I Chair, I know we, we want, I want you to pull a, I don't know that you pulled an animal car, but I'm assuming you did for today. What is our animal car? Before we get further into the show, I do want to give our cards for the day. I feel like people need oh. to hear them.
2: are you uh do you have an animal carpool? um i the uh power animal for today is really quite interesting because it actually blends in with one of the power animals for the new year uh which is the deer which is about tranquility but oh, the, deer, I love the, deer. Act, the deer is about beckoning you to stand still um in the wild, deer can be very nervous. They're constantly looking around. They need to blend into the background so that they don't get um, caught by predators or whatever. But this is urging you to find that little bit of inner peace so that you can, you can stand still sufficiently long enough, A, to appreciate what you have, but also to, um, as I said, start to look ahead with that gentleness Uh, that's going to help take you forwards in the new year. It's also perhaps reminding you that if there's a situation around you that you're trying to get resolved before the end of the year, it might be a question, stop pushing so hard. Uh, It might also be stop pushing to get other people to change. So there is a need for... uh, Warmth and caring between now and the end of the year, particularly in relationships. And if there are situations that haven't manifest, stop pushing them because you're actually all you're doing is pushing them away and you're not bringing them forwards. So that's the energy for today.
1: I love that. And then for everybody out there, I, you know me, I rock with the flowers. And you know what? I thought I'd pull a mistletoe because that's what we're going to talk about today when I'm done. But I pulled the most beautiful card. It's the wisteria. It's really interesting because the wisteria is all different shades of purple leading to almost like a white at the end of the, at the end of the leaf. Purple is all about the crown chakra, which I love. And it says time to decide, make a decision now so you can move forward. Well, aren't, isn't that what we're wanting to do? We're moving forward in the new year. Now that all the planets and we still rock with astrology here. Now that all the planets are moving forward from the retrograde, oh, it almost killed all of us. Well, maybe not all of us. But uh, we have free flow planets all through the holidays, even in, through, I think, February. I feel February. But so we are making the plans now, which Jerry was saying, and make a decision now how you can move forward. Plan it, do it, you know, this maybe is the time for holidays, join with your family, your friends, your furry animals, your furry pets, maybe making some decisions so that the new year looks bright for you, and that you can start the new year's off with a glass of cheer, so that everything starts off bright and fresh. I love that. So, I, I, I Jared, those two cards are really cool. And I love the deer. They're probably deer hide in the wisteria. I'm going to tell you.
3: <laughs>
1: and, uh, but I have to tell you, do you have mistletoe? Listen, before we get into the show, and you know everybody's waiting, but you, did you ever, do you like mistletoe? Did you kiss your sweetheart under the mistletoe?
2: Oh, you've got to be joking. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you have a mistletoe at your front door?
2: No, absolutely not.
1: Oh, okay, because the, the you're post, a Gemini, uh, and uh, God only uh, really knows we're all about no, the
2: No, it wasn't that. It was just that the mailman was getting far too friendly, and I wasn't interested any longer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Maybe you ought to take that mistletoe and put it in the front hall instead of the outside. I, I, I think that's so funny. I love mistletoe. I don't ever use it because you know I don't have any real decorations here. Um, we well, we you know we celebrate everything, but I don't have the mistletoe. But I love what it means. So I'm going to ask you, Jerry, before we get into the predictions of the new year, if you we're, we're going to ask everyone. What does the mistletoe mean to you sometimes it could mean different things but if you could could kiss anybody because it's all about the kissing if you could kiss anyone now or in the past or in spirit doesn't have to be somebody you know that you uh, love because people kiss each other under the mistletoe all the time who would you kiss under that mistletoe my first my first person that I'm going to ask is you, Jerry. Who would you kiss under the mistletoe?
2: Oh, blimey! I have absolutely no idea. Um, so it could be someone past, present, or uh, in spirit, could it? Yeah.
3: Um,
2: I could think of a few, uh, but <laughs> I'd probably get my face—I'd probably get my face rearranged. So. Uh-huh. um <laughs> you like know
1: I'm you better say who oh, i think you're going. Uh, i i well okay How no we you make- don't
2: know what well, i you don't know who i'm going to say that's the point and i know who i'm who i'm visualizing It's just like yeah okay, okay. i can risk it i, I could risk it for a, a quick snog under the mistletoe with um, nicole Scherzinger. i'm not saying that though
1: <laughs> jerry can you please Say that name a little louder, because you just caught you just went
2: right over Nicole. Who? I'm not telling you. Sorry, I'm not saying it twice. No, no, no. Oh she's very God. well known oh in the music industry. No, I'm not saying it
1: twice.
2: Nicole Kidman? No, Nicole. She's an actress. No, 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 oh. no. Oh, she's she's quite nice. too. I said Nicole oh. Scherzinger. She was a oh, member of the Pussycat Dolls. Nothing. Okay.
1: What? Yeah. Well, well. Somebody, somebody just told me who it was. Thank you, Amish. I love you, Scherzinger. I love that, Jar. I mean, it's all about the music, especially. I mean, yesterday we had a oh, show on Monday. I don't
2: care about the, don't care about the music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that mistletoe's coming on top of you, Jerry. It's gonna fall from the ceiling. But I have to tell you, this is so funny. The show on Monday was all about being bringing. Holiday jingles, you know uh when I picked you up, and now as you see with Jerry, it's gonna be who do you kiss under that mistletoe? And you know you don't have to make it like hot and heavy, but you gotta pick someone. Jerry, I love it, and you know I never thought about it, but gosh, I'm I, oh my gosh, I hope my husband doesn't hear, but I've got about fifteen thousand people that I would just it would take me about a year to kiss everybody under that Watch. mistletoe. <laughs>
2: Just pick one. Just pick one. Come along. You, you, you Oh I know.
1: will. Come I on. will but, we'll
2: say it, man. but it was my Come on.
1: but it was my question. Okay. So I'll say have it. To oh I will yes, have do. to answer. Yes, you do. Well, well, I you know, this is gonna sound corny, but I oh my gosh, I am going to say my husband.
2: No, no, I'm sorry. That's just an obvious answer. Come along, Bonnie, because I know where your head's spinning off to. So come <laughs> on, come along. Well, Let's have it. Who, who is it? Otherwise, I'm muting my microphone, never to be speaking again.
1: Well, you know, I would probably bring anybody from the Eagles under there. Don Henley. Uh, I, I would probably bring, you know, if I'm. But you know, I would bring my daddy back. I kiss him under the mistletoe. But if you're going to get hot and heavy, baby, I'm going to bring uh, maybe bon- John Bon Jovi under that mistletoe. How was that? If we're doing music, I'll take him. I mean, or I take okay. Robert Redford, too. So anyway, if you can't make your mind up, pick one, because I am one of those people who can't make my mind up. I'll kiss anybody or everybody. Unless you're, like, not really good. I won't kiss everybody, but I I have a lot that I would kiss. So <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have to answer. Who are you going to kiss under that mistletoe? Now, Jerry, uh, everybody has been waiting. And we had some predictions on Monday. So it'll be very interesting because I know you don't, you know, your guides tell you um, when you're on the show. So you don't really prepare your, your notes.
2: No. For- and I'm still not prepared.
1: Well, I have to tell you. Like- otherwise, you're going to have to tell us what else you're going to do under that mistletoe if you don't start no, no, talking no. about
3: it.
2: What I what they're telling me is that they will they will give them throughout the show so as soon as I as soon as my guide wants to step forwards and bring something through for the new year they will do so but it might be any time during the show at the moment um, the only one that I had at the which is for the start is um, there's going to be a massive um, shake up in world politics uh, and I'm, i don't want to go into it in detail because uh, politics is something I try and steer away from uh, in the at the beginning of twenty twenty particularly although're focusing me on the month of March um, this is going to be very dramatic, very swift, and is likely to cause um some disruption globally but for a very short period so you need to watch out for that
1: wow do you know what country or is it all country
2: it centers around your country
1: oh well who didn't know that everything centers around us i mean come on we're like the new people of the block i mean we're only 200 years old so we're like the baby aren't we we're like 200 years old i think we're the babies of the universe the United States. So they always pick well, on up.
2: No, not officially or not, because the native peoples of America have been living there a lot longer than that.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. I don't even think about, about that. And I really wish that I did, because I would have loved it to always be native. But, uh, you know, I don't like, I, I all. I don't believe that, you know, any of the land should have been taken, but then I wouldn't be here. I'd be in England with you. So, you know what? Aren't we from England or somewhere, Spain or England or something? So I would have given the Indians or the indigenous people here all well, I, I just wouldn't have taken their land. You know, it's sad that that happened, but uh, that's what we have Thanksgiving for, I guess. Um, so you're you, so what you're saying is there's going to be some global upheaval involving here, right?
2: Uh. I can't remember what I said. I can only remind, uh, re- remember to say that's whatever I said at the time, my lovely, is what is what they said. I can't repeat it. You know that.
1: Okay. Well, I've got a question for you in chat, then from Amish. And I ask, please ask your guides, if you would, if you're going to get an answer. And it says, will it affect the stock market?
2: Um, I can only give you what I got as I got it, my lovely. Um, I appreciate the question. Um, all I'm saying is that there is a short-lived but global disruption. It's very short-lived. That's as much as I can get. Because well, when they give predictions, under- they 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 give them in a nutshell, and that's you know it's they are given for what they are, and not i and I won't expand on them.
1: Okay, you've got your answer, Amish. I probably could tell you that if it's short-lived, I mean, my guides are saying that, you know, the shakeup could be uh, very, you know, traumatic in some ways, but if it's short-lived, then we're all going to get through it. So there you go. Um, and so, I, you know, if it was not short-lived, we would have the crash, and so we're looking at the stock market, it, so, the, so the good news is if it's short-lived, then it's... We're not going to have to really um, deal with any of the issues from there, from my guide to yours uh, for long periods of time. So, um, and then I have Sue, she said, I thought 2020 was going to be better though. Oh, I totally know it's going to be better for my guide. So, you know, and, and I feel like we're starting off better. So, Jerry, do you have anything more until I pick up? The next caller, or the
2: uh, the first caller. See, the thing is that um, when they give what they give, that, you know, it, that's it. It has a start and an end, um, and it's then we should just sit back and and watch what happens. Um, please, folks, don't ask me to expand on them because. They they are given what as as they are, um, and I did say at the time that they are sh- it's short lived. There will be a global effect. It centres around the US, uh, but it's it it, it could, as I said. My feeling is it's global. Um, right. Um, yes, there was one other coming through. Um, I know that it's a technology that's already in use, but. Scientists already managed to find a way of um, harnessing icebergs to take uh, water to places to where the uh, water is very scarce. I don't know what this is to do with, but again they're showing me that there is going to be um, a, a new scientific directive somewhere around April that is to do with global water shortages, which there are, uh, particularly in um, places like Africa. Uh, Many countries in Africa have terrible water shortage, and although there are some fabulous charities that work out there to um, give villages and townships clean water, there is something that scientists are bringing in in around April time, and all I can tell you is it's to do with icebergs.
1: Wow. I love ice. Do they even exist anymore? I don't even know. That's how crazy I am. Icebergs. I love them. They kind of ruin ships. I mean, you know, you can hit them. And I don't think that, uh, oh, what's that one where where they fell off the ship and everybody died? Anyway, that's the only thing I know about icebergs. Yes, the Titanic. That's That's what I was seeing.
2: Yeah. There is a, there is a, 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 uh, some multi-billionaire somewhere who's planning to rebuild the Titanic, as in make a new one. Uh, and that's going to be quite interesting because he's going to meet a lot of opposition about why he shouldn't. And, oh, there you are. Here's another prediction. is also, should he go ahead, because it, it, it was planned that he was going to start this next year, um, he's not go- initially it's going to fail its sea trials anyway, so it's it's not going to work. But there will be massive opposition against it. For, um, for I can understand the reasons why. But yeah, there was a say this billionaire planning to build a new Titanic.
1: Well, what I was going to say is whoever would take it's doomed anyway. I mean, you know, the first voyage ended up in all death. So who would want to be unless you're a ghost? Who would want to be on that? Boat. the name itself should be retired so I I, I agree you know I, I just agree um, too many ghosts in the attic there or actually too many ghosts in the mass so any do you have any other predictions Jeff that's a, a great are we ever going to know that it fails but you want to expand on it but
2: no and your, well obviously we'll get to know um, um, uh, excuse me um no, nothing I'm going to add at the moment, but very, please bear very in mind, lovely, that they will just jump in when they're ready. So I could be halfway through giving a reading to one of your listeners, and they'll certainly come up with another one.
1: Well, if you do that, can you please give me a signal like, Bonnie, I've got another prediction coming through so that I can put... Oh, no, where's the excitement
2: in that? No, I'm just going to jump in. <laughs> That'll be fun.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds great. I always love <laughs> real fun botanuity. So I can do it. All right. So anyway, I do want to tell you that um, before I even pick up the fence, we've got a lot of people. And I want to say hello to Crystal Bowles. You know, I I am reading everything that you're writing in chat. I just can't write, think, laugh, and think about that mistletoe all in the same breath. So I see you, Crystal. I'm all good. Um, And all the things you're writing are fabulous. And I'll try to read it later on. But I just have to tell you that i'm just really excited about the next couple weeks we've got all kinds of uh different stages of holidays coming it's really weird jerry and i feel like i've told you this on the show that the 23rd is hanukkah the jewish holiday the 24th is christmas eve that's you know i always think everybody's the same holiday because you know that's how i think and the 25th is Christmas Day. The 26th is Kwanzaa, and I, the three King, and then something about the Three Kings of the first of Jan, the, the sixth of January, is something like that. And of course, we have New Year's. All the holidays, all the people, and all the big world religions—not saying all of them, but all the big world religions—are sitting right in the same three-day span. It's really interesting to me. It doesn't always happen because they, you know, Hanukkah could be at the beginning, Kwanzaa can be, uh, uh, you know, at the end. So it is really, really cool that we get to see. And maybe this will be about world peace that we get to see all the holidays. And even if we only have world peace for those four days, everybody's going to be all over trying to light candles, buy gifts, put up decorations feed their families, get people in, take trips. It's just going to be the next couple of weeks of very busy hustle and bustle time. So I love it. I'm so excited. I love hustle and bustle and I do want to tell everybody because of the show and because you helped me out, Jerry, on the show. So you might want to take notes here, <laughs> but as of Friday, which is my last show, Uh, today was a prediction show with you and then Friday we've got uh, Bob Appleby coming in at 10 a.m going to do a morning show for an hour so everyone can know exactly from every astrology angle what's going to happen in December and the beginning of January it's going to be a really cool show you'll get to talk with Bob Uh, and after that there will be no shows till I think this first week in January. So the show is taking a hiatus for about three weeks, Whichever year I do, I take about two weeks. And I do want everyone to know that you will be, I will be putting up, or actually Jerry will be putting up reruns, Jerry, reruns (laughs) um, at least twice a week. So if you've missed the shows in the last few weeks, we're gonna be putting them on for you. Uh, About the 6th of January, we'll be coming right back and we're gonna go gangbusters with this show so I want to wish everyone in today and on on Friday a happy healthy wonderful marvelous sparkling and just transformative and twinkling holiday season for whatever you celebrate or don't and a happy new year so from my house to yours I'll be saying that a couple times the next day today and on Friday but I want everyone to know including you Jerry that I can't do this show without you. I can't bloviate and be like, you know, and say whatever I want and laugh and just cut up and, and, and help people with clarity and have my guests help people with clarity and, uh, and be as happy on this show without you all. You make the show. You are the show. I'm the hostess with the most of but without you guys, and Jerry will tell you, I'm talking about my audience and, and, and my chatters, we would just be talking to each other it would be fine but it would be a little boring don't you think Jerry Well, never boring but we wouldn't be oh, able no. to share <laughs> we wouldn't be able to share our views with you and that's why we do it so again from my house to yours happy healthy wonderful twinkling holidays uh whatever you whatever you celebrate now Jerry before right. i go to
2: yes i, to the I have quarters. another prediction for you yeah I have one that's just come through. I'm not sure if this is something that's already uh, uh, being developed or whether it's even in use, but I've been shown robotic surgery. So in some instances, um, robots are going to be used, robotic arms, etc., will be used in simple surgical procedures in order to cut down hospital waiting times for people. So it'll be simple things, nothing major. Uh, And I know that you can never replace the sensing, feeling, spontaneous actions of um, surgeons uh, in general. But robotic surgery is something that's going to is either being developed or it's going to be developed more and be more in the mainstream somewhere in the latter part of next year.
1: Well, here, Jerry, I am so happy you said that. Robotics is being used in all major surgeries. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, process. You could be operated on somebody from Canada and be sitting here in Florida. Robots are, and because I'm medical, and my husband is too, they are the way to go. But what maybe what you're seeing, because this is something that was brought to me is, that it's going to be different a different way of doing robotics. Um I was thinking the Oculus yes. rest, even though we use Oculus, would is going to be even no, more this,
2: this is some this is something way beyond anything that anybody else has been doing at the moment. Um, I love that. It'll be it'll be trialed, um, as I said, on a very simplistic level, but it's far I don't know, what, I, I can't tell you exactly what, I had a feeling that there was robotic surgery in the US because you, you guys are always like 5,000 light years ahead of everybody else. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, we use robotics
2: uh, all the time. So Well, I have a feeling that it's it's either here or Europe then because there's something key or major in the development of robotic surgery.
1: I love that, because robotics is just going to grow and grow. You do know that. So I love that, Jerry. Maybe it'll be cheaper to get a robot into places where they can't afford it. could be too, because those robots are pretty expensive. So I love that, well, whatever well, it I, is.
2: Well, what I'm seeing is third world countries where, particularly in some where one of the major problems in children is um, uh, stigmatisms, etc. cetera. Um, wow. And uh, and I just feel that would be a quick and simple way to get them because at the moment, I know that, again, there are some fabulous charities who specialize in funding uh, for operations on children and adults in that way. But to me, that would cut down some of the funding required. So bear it in mind.
1: I love that. Everybody put robotics on your list. I love that. It fascinates me. So uh, any, if you, and I'm, you know, just asking, you don't have to answer or your guides don't, is there any type of field you see, it's being used in several fields, but maybe you just mentioned the eyes, maybe you use it, but is there any type of field that you see it being more, is it getting more advanced in? Or just, is it everything?
2: Um, no, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's actually I feel it's going to be developed in, particularly where things like keyholes surgery in the heart are, is required. There's something about repair. They keep giving me the word where repair can can be done, whereas at the moment it can't because wow. either the tools aren't fine enough or the methodology isn't quite right. Something is being developed along those lines. But we keep using I the word to, re- to repair. So bear, I'll leave that with you
1: i love that so i for all you uh big fanatics robot fanatics out there i mean it is the wave of the future and i'd love to hear this is there anything else jerry before i move on
2: um here in the uk if you've been reading the press lately you'll see that unfortunately our royal family are going through them or one member of it is at the moment uh who's who's um having to deal with things that um, have come around, so to speak. Um, There's also going to be... an. um, I said last year that I felt there was going to be a passing uh, within a royal family, which there was last year, but it wasn't in our royal family. But there's something about a passing in our royal family that um, is going to... um, going to unite them a bit more because at the moment they seem very fractured. Uh, There's a lot of problems going on uh, in that. So um, expect the news of another birth or another pregnancy, rather, within our royal family. That should be quite soon, I feel. Um, And that was it.
1: Wow. I love the royal family, Jerry. I can't get enough of it. You know, I I had said to somebody, if they have a passing in the royal family, maybe they'll make me queen or princess or something like that. But the, since we got in there via Mega Markle, maybe that I can get in there too. So I love hearing about the royals, and if there's any other predictions you have about them, we are happy to hear them. We're fascinated with you guys. We're fascinated with the royals, and I uh, and I'm one of them. So. I love Buckingham Palace. I love to see the queen. I mean, she's like me. We wear a different outfit every day. Well, not anymore, but, and I love the colors she wears. And you know what, Jerry, you also have over there, which I don't know if anybody else can relate, but you have some type of baking show. It is the best baking show I've ever seen. And I don't really watch like cooking shows. Do you know who I'm talking about? It's all over there in, in, in the UK. It's the British Baking yeah. Show or Baking can't, can't, Yeah, can't
2: it's, no, it. it's, it's, it's the Great British Bake Off.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why they're showing me that. So I wonder if we're going to see something with the Great, great British Bake Off this year.
2: Um, well, it went through a shake-up two years ago. Um, and I had to change channels. Um, I don't know. I'm not picking anything up about that at the moment, so I'll leave that one with you.
1: Yeah, everyone, please put that down for anybody who liked it. And I don't bake. I don't cook. But I just loved it. It was I I don't know why I loved it. So maybe there'll be something that comes out. Maybe it'll be more mainstream. I, I always look for it and can't find it. So for all you who enjoy that British Bake Off, please put that down because something's going to happen in 2020. It's either going to bring it to the forefront or maybe a switch in judges. I don't know. So, or or a plate. But put that one in your hat. Put that in your bonnet. Okay, I am going to have a caller, Jerry, unless you do have anything before I pick up someone.
2: No, I'll just sit here nice and quietly now and ponder.
1: (laughs) Well, we don't want you to do that. Two, one, six. Remember the mistletoe. We want to know who you're going to be kissing under that mistletoe. Hi.
0: Oh, hi. You know, it's so funny, Bonnie. I know that bake- I hate baking shows. I do not like cooking shows. I don't like any of those reality shows. But I uh-huh, love me either. That, that baking show. It's on PBS. I know. Oh, what, is know that what? Okay. The cooking show.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's the people or the way they taste. Yeah, so tell everybody it's on the PBS channel. And do you know what it's called? Yeah. Is it called that? Yeah, no, so... I
0: don't. I don't watch it that often. Every once in a while, like on a Sunday, it'll be on. But I know I I've watched it before, and that's the only one I will watch. It's really good too. Yeah. I now,
1: know. I, that... Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it because I don't watch the shows either. I catch it every once in a while. And I am so happy you brought that to us. So keep your eye out because you're going to be calling me.
0: As far as kissing under the mistletoe, you're going to probably think this is the weirdest response. Um, I do have a living person, but if I could kiss anybody, I would love to kiss Jesus. (laughs) The physical (laughs) one.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what? You're going down to the desert to do that, baby. And it's going to be pretty hot.
0: It's because I pray so much. I would just I just wish I would see. I know it sounds, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. As far as a living person, probably Paul Newman. He was old enough to be my father, but in younger years, if he was my age, I would love to kiss
1: him. <laughs> oh, I love that. You picked two great icons. One is like, you know, uh, <laughs> one is they created a religion after, and the other one they created rock music after. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you picked two great ones. Can I ask your yeah. name first? It, oh yeah,
0: it's Sharon. I'm sorry, I'm calling from Ohio. Oh,
1: Sharon. I know. Sharon, but I like everybody to hear your name. Sharon, I love you. You know how to participate and I appreciate that. This is a talk show with audience participation and I love what you just said. So you get to ask uh, you get the you get to ask my predi- the prediction wizard yep. anything you want. And you didn't last at my answer. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't laugh at it. I'm just amazed that you would pick the two of them. That that what they showed me before that, and we'll ask Jerry, is one is on one set the spectrum and the other one's on the other. And I'm like, girlfriend, you go for it. I know.
0: Isn't that funny? Okay. <laughs> so, are you go there, ahead, Jerry?
4: Yes. Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm kind this is a bit of a problem. Heart. What's that? Sorry, Sorry, and
0: I know you said you're getting mostly employment questions, too. I heard that in the beginning. That's my question. My contract ended, I'm on my fourth week, and it was, I was there almost two years. It was a good job, too, great benefits. I was wondering when you see me getting another offer. I actually have a couple pending right now interviews. It happened really quick. I was really surprised I got responses that fast. I'm waiting on a temp job, and I will take that. In fact, she just emailed me today. She's going to let me know tomorrow. I will take that while I'm looking to hold me over. You know what I'm saying? But when do you feel me getting an offer?
2: Of what? A temp job of or a permanent, a
0: permanent job? Yeah. No, a permanent offer and acceptance. Uh,
2: the temp job's going to have to tide you over for at least six to eight weeks.
0: Oh, I can uh, deal with they... that. If it's your... Okay, go on. Go on.
2: Although there may be um, permanent offers coming up, you need to be very choosy about which ones you actually look at. Um, One will look as if it's very tempting on the outside, but actually when you dig a bit deeper, it isn't. Um, And one you'll look at and go, oh, no, I'm not so sure about that. But actually underneath, it's quite the opposite. So... um, in other words, um, trust your instinct as to which one to go for. The temp one, I feel that's a done deal. Um, and
0: so do I. I knew someone that worked there when I walked in, so that it's not bad money. It's just not what I'm used to getting, but it will hold me over. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. No, 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 no problem. Um, and it's uh, it, it's going to be uh, the the contract that comes up. Um, I'm hearing is going to be very. Now they're using the word lucrative, but don't take that as necessarily financially. It certainly will be a very pleasant place, and you'll just feel that it's all fitting in really nicely. I don't know. The money's not money's not bad apparently. So yeah, about four to four to six six to eight weeks.
0: We'll get a permanent job. You said in four to six weeks.
2: Four to six or six to eight—that's those are roughly. Oh, the, I got the, yes. you, Yeah. Will the
0: money be at least comparable to the other job that I had? Yes. Okay, oh, that's yeah. all that matters. Even if I take a lateral, and you said this temp job is going to come through.
2: I um, I don't see there any reason at the moment why it shouldn't. Um, yes. Everything is because, as I said at the top of the show, that this is a time to make the plans and get ready. I know. Uh, particularly from the 12th onwards, then you've got to be ready because they'll probably want you there at a moment's notice.
0: Yeah. They start Monday that you're absolutely right. <laughs> and I know you did say that at the beginning of the show. They want, oh. the person they hired to start this Monday.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know what, Sharon? He is really good. He's one of those ones that you should have kissed under the mistletoe. Okay.
0: <laughs> you probably picked it up. Cause I was your first caller. I know. You know, it might, it was a reader. So I know. Just, oh my gosh, just so I get the right job I can wait six to eight weeks That's really not that long, you know that Jerry?
1: No, but I to Go ahead, I'll build my Bonnie. chopped liver here Go ahead
2: sorry. I, I'm sorry, I, I do apologize I'll shut up in a minute um, Were you also thinking or looking at Something to do with a vehicle Like a car Because I keep seeing it either change Or something about a car around you What's that to do with? Yeah.
0: I'm going to get my oil changed, my tires rotated and all that this Friday. I'm getting it all maintenance. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, uh you need to you just need to make sure that they have done a thorough job, which I'm sure they will do, but for some reason it may just be for validation. Um but that's what my guides were pointing to.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So remember I that. You uh, never I will, oh I will
1: sh- you never what have do to Jerry. I have to tell you, I pulled a card for you when you were talking to Jerry, and what came through, right before he said the tenth job would be before, between two to four, four to six weeks, I can't remember what he said, but I, I pulled up the begonia, and that's the patience card. It says, your prayers have been heard, and they are being answered. This is about your permanent job. So I okay. feel that a one, with, yeah. the, with the with your temp job, you're the one you're going to love because if you looked at the begonia, the begonia looks like, they look like, I call them fake roses because they look exactly like roses except that they're begonias. And roses are all about long-lasting love. So I feel that the job that is going to be for you, you're going to love, adore, and yes, the money will be there. So I have to move on, Sharon, but that's your, that's your holiday. Thank here. you. You're Get welcome. your next caller. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're
2: welcome. Bye, Jared. Before I pick up two seven zero, did you want to say anything else? Um. Yes, Crystal Bowles. Uh, see you on Friday. Um, metaphorically speaking, and I hope she's um. Um, I hope she might type something back in chat, which I can't see at the moment. Um, there she was did. there was there was something. Um. In the military, particularly in <coughs> excuse me, uh, the Air Force, whether it's um, the Royal Air Force, uh, the USAF or whatever, a lot of fighter pilots these days, wear. and I, I hope I'm not saying it sounds silly, they wear something called a HUD, a head-up display that comes... Uh, that's, it's like they get all the the data and stuff on, on the... Um, the visor of, of the helmet. Now, there is something about um, an, ex, an expansion and invention in technology that actually, the, where the pilot can start to think how to fly the plane rather than actually having to sit there and physically do it. That is also something that's going to be looked at and will come to light next year. I have a feeling... At the moment, it's been done almost to like under wraps or in secret, uh, but that's coming up to the surface next year.
1: Oh, my goodness. You know what technology that is? I mean, you know, here I am, the one that's all medical, but I love that, Jerry. The technology is now for medical is that you wear a prosthesis, and instead of actually moving it, your brain moves it. So it's almost like a um, it would be a robotic arm that's run by your brain, but you don't have to – you just think about the movement, and it makes it.
2: That's cool. Um, I have seen that, but this is um, – uh, as I said, this is a different –
1: yeah, this is flying planes. I don't know. I uh, have a, long, but a
2: long similar lines, which is amazing. Your brain, yeah, I've seen those. Um,
1: yeah, uh, they do
2: it now. Uh, incredible, incredible technology. Yeah.
1: I know. Just think what they could do if they harness all our brains, Sherry. If they harness all the people or psychic mediums to feel or, you know, something. We could move mountains. We could move those llamas, the white llamas, into my property so that I could finally have one. Okay. Now, I've got to ask you because there is a guy all the way from Australia. He sang for us on Monday, and he is super sweet. Not everyone chatted. Hi, Texas. You know. Hi, uh, Crystal Bowles just said she will see you on Friday. You know, I just adore Amish, and I love Cool Cat. You're all there, and I love you and everybody else there. But can you um, can you pick up anything on his name is Fidel, but he tells me to call him Bob. But uh, is there any messages you have for Fidel? He he he's all the way across the pygmy island of Australia. I don't know why I said it was a pygmy island. but I don't know. I was
2: going to say because it isn't really. Um... Do I pick up anything around him? I know he has a very down-to-earth, natural uh, or naturalistic, I feel, uh, sort of energy. Um, I don't know what his involvement is with, again, with the indigenous people of Australia. But there's something more coming. And again, whether this is him directly or whether it's just uh, government at the time, but there's going to be a bit of a um, a bit of a shakeup in how the uh, indigenous tribes people of Australia. I know that there's been a lot recently where they've been given a lot more in the way of um, rights, etc., because it was their land in the first place anyway. Um, um, there's something that he is going to be involved in that is to help. Um, the indigenous or some of the indigenous people near or close to where he's currently living um, there's a political or governmental intervention somewhere I don't know whether he uh, likes to get involved in politics but there seems to be some political intervention that is around him as well um, on a personal level um I see lots of <clears throat> I see lots of writing going on and that's said quite a lot with with some people but I feel that he's actually putting something together um there is um it's like a guide a guidebook of some description but I can't see to what extent so that's as much as I'm being shown at the moment Bonnie
1: well, uh, Fidel says it's bigger than the U.S., and I haven't heard, you know, anything else from him, but he, is, uh, he he was a folk singer before. I mean, he sang on the show one of his jingles, and everyone just went crazy. So um, I know that he's very involved with the land out there, and that's about all I can get because, I, I, he, you know, he ends up calling, unfortunately, at the end of the show, and, and I didn't get to speak with him, he's sad. In my last incarnation, I was a tribal elder in the Northern Territory, and I did not own a pair of shoes. So this is what he is telling you.
2: Okay, and there's something I need to go back as well, because he may well remember um, a song, which I think was either late 70s or early 80s, by a group in Australia called Midnight Oil, and the song was called Beds Are Burning. I don't know again what the relevance is, but for some reason I've got to give that as well.
1: Well, you better not, you better go to the doctor and see if you have a venereal disease, Fidelio, because beds are burning means, you know, God forbid you have, that's what I always think. So, but I'm a medical person, so beds are burning. Well, you know what? I feel you're a very, very passionate person. You're passionate about life, you're passionate about metaphysics, and you're passionate about your country. So, It is really cool. It says, I am writing a book called The Gift of Depression. My little scrapbook. Catchy title, hey? The Gift of Depression. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool, Fidelio. I don't know if anybody with depression would say it was a gift, but um, I am going to move on. But I want to tell you that uh, Jerry picked all of that up, my friend. So anytime you want to get on and talk. Uh, after the first of the year, I will put you on. He is amazing, Jerry. He's a pretty cool cat.
2: Sounds fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: He is. Okay, well, I need another question by Delio. I am going to pick somebody up, but I do want to ask you, who would you kiss under your mistletoe? And now I'm going to ask two seven zero that question before we actually. Uh, read what uh, Fidelio, by the way, Fidelio, I don't, I didn't make light of that. Uh, Depression is a very serious problem with a lot of people. And unfortunately, there's all types of depression. And during the holidays, we see that come out being, you know, being on a nurse. And uh, I do love the title because anything you feel is a gift. That means you're going to try to conquer or overcome. And I love that. And I love that spark. And I know that you're going to help a lot of people. So keep writing, my friend. And it says, ah, you know who you would kiss under the mistletoe? yeah Who? Sophia Loren. Yeah.
2: Ooh, <laughs> lovely.
1: I know. Talking about burning bed, I'm sure he's a very, very, very uh, passionate man. Also, he said, how can you truly know joy if you haven't experienced sadness? We totally understand that. There's always a yin and yang to everything. Now i got to pick up somebody. 270, who are you going to kiss under the mistletoe? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yeah. I'll pick Idris uh, Elba. Who? Idris Elba.
2: Oh right, wait the actor, very nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Silver yeah. Wait
1: a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta
2: know this. Who is that? <laughs> He's an actor.
1: He's an actor. Oh, is he was. Yeah, black
2: actor, very, very talented mm-hmm. man, very talented.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Was he in um uh, the what was it? The Black Panther or uh, the superhero movie? Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: he wasn't in the Black Panther, no.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. No, he's been in several major movies. Um, <laughs> it was even suggested that if they ever re wanted to recast or uh, give James Bond a different um, persona, that that he would possibly be the first black actor to take on the role of James Bond. But very, very, uh... very talented. Man. Very talented.
1: Oh. Well, then, honey, you can kiss away. Who are we speaking with? <laughs> this is Joy. Hi, Joy. Jo- Wait a minute. Joy, happiness, <laughs> um, sparkles, and oh, my gosh, Joy, I love your name. Because when you say the word joy, I get all tingly inside. Like, it's joyous. And this is the joyous season. So, Joy, I'm handing you over as I go, Jar, I got to run to the restroom, babe. So you've
2: got joy, okay? <laughs> joy in the in that uh, thought. Thank you. <laughs> yes. How wonderful. Uh, you have a question, Joy?
1: I was, I'm just looking forward to the new year, and I hope it brings forth a lot of change in
3: like every aspect. I'm kind of wondering if you see that, or just any
0: messages from spirit, if I could ask that. If that's not too general. Um, it's
2: not too general but the answer uh, might be a little short uh, and sharp um, I have somebody connecting with you in spirit that has, has said uh, more than once now uh, why do you sit and wait when you should be getting up and doing um, and the, the, this lady she's she's like a school teacher um, or a headmistress or a matron sort of energy Um and she's um she's really wanting you to uh find that the new year has got to bring motivation uh, and motivation brings um uh reality and results so she wants okay. she needs you to be to be motivated so she's asking or the, the question was what is your prime or initial ambition for 2020 for
1: More independent. Like if I could think of a way to work for myself, just everything different.
2: No, you said everything you know. different, but what's the sorry? What's the prime one you're looking at?
1: Um, uh, more money. I would love to be able to find a way to work for myself versus having a production job. Uh, okay.
4: okay. What's your date
2: of late. birth, please? August twenty fourth, nineteen
1: eighty.
4: 14. Oh my God! What's the
2: production job? Oh, I just walked Look. In. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you have. Where are we? Hang on. That was a. F- so that's a five for this year and a six for next year. Okay. You are on a progressive path of expansion and change. Next year you have um an, a snake energy with you. Which is a very very much about. Transmuting, turning situations from a negative—excuse me—I'm going to—I'm going to sneeze. Um, into God a positive. You. What they're saying is thank you. That you need to be looking at. It's all very well saying I want to generate more income, but what you haven't okay. said is this is how I'm going to do it, and right. and I feel that you need to be focused on not asking. Um. About the money side is asking about how should I generate it? What can I tap into? That's either expressive, creative. I keep linking you with children. I don't know why. Um, I keep seeing children around you, uh, like you're either working with them um, in some way, um, and that is where then the uh, the the second half of your answer comes in because that generates the uh, the money more or more money even. So what I'd like you to do is using the law of attraction energy that we can all tap into, particularly from the 12th of this month onwards, because it is a key time. The 12th to the 31st of December is quite key. You need to be constantly saying to the universe, show me the first step to take on the sort of work I should be doing and I will do the rest. And you need to probably ask that every day. You will get your inspiration and into the turn of the new year, that's when the doors start to open. So there is there is a, a work coming in that could be a lot more individualistic. That will also earn you the money, and I wish you well with it.
1: Oh, wow! Thank you. And I will definitely do that. Definitely. Wow! You you have, honey. You go along a kiss away, put that mistletoe up, and enjoy <laughs> your holiday. And I hope he listens to the show. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank oh, he might be under your mistletoe. Have a great holiday season. (laughs) Again, I have one more show on Friday. I love everybody. It's a Friday morning show, just to remind everybody. Uh, And it is going to be a fun, very fabulous, action-packed astrology show. So please join us at 10 a.m. I want to tell everybody that because I just added it today. So thank you. Thank you. Joy. Joy, happiness, uh, creativity, and abundance for you. Okay, well, I guess, hello, Jer? Yeah. Is okay. there anything else? <laughs> yes, I mean, come on. So do you want me to pick someone else, or have you gotten another inspiration?
2: Um, two uh, businessmen, one of which I know is based here in the UK, multimillionaire businessmen, are trying to develop the first commercial space flight um, and I'm not sure which one or perhaps both of these um, entrepreneurs have already got a test flight uh, even completed but I feel that they're going to bring forward the first commercial uh, is passenger fee paying people to travel into space um, and that's going to be brought forward now there's, there should be big news around this in the uh, somewhere around July time I feel is when they're bringing in some big news to keep an eye open because that could be quite interesting
1: yeah you mean we're going to go to Mars and they're going to have these spaceships I want to go to Venus but the thing is if they go to Mars and it's it's a commercial that would mean that everybody that can afford it can go there what about the people who can't
2: no it's not about going to Mars Bonnie they haven't cracked that one yet this is just literally where they go up around out of Earth's orbit spend a bit of time out of Earth's orbit then come back in again the the mars flights um which uh, because it takes how long does it take to get to mars is it 18 months or something ridiculous um they haven't worked out yet how to stop people from going bonkers for such prolonged periods of flight in space um that will happen that will happen
1: well, how about the moon? Oh, I, I feel like it has probably already happened. Somebody's up there. I don't know that it's it's McDonald's or Wendy's, but somebody's up there. I could I, I just know it. But what 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 can I ask? What about the moon? Do you have anything about the moon? Because that's a shorter there been, period.
2: Uh, there have been three countries that have been looking ab- uh, about going going to the moon. Uh, China is definitely one. I think India was another. And I think the good old US of A was also looking to about getting a, a, another moon landing sorted out. Um, well, you'll know if it's uh, the USA to get there first, because the first thing that go up is the sign saying KFC drive through.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no chicken allowed. But, go ahead. <laughs>
2: um, but I just there was. Um, <coughs> excuse me. There's something about uh, another manned flight to the moon, but i i 'm not seeing I have a feeling it might be china um, that 's who i 'm being drawn towards who will actually get there first
1: well before I tell you that I hope we have a vegan planet, and I hope somebody doesn 't bring any of those, even though i 'm not vegan or or gluten free I really believe we need like a plant based planet but here, I just want to tell you that um I think Fidelio said, uh, well, he doesn't own a pair of shoes. He walks barefoot. But he said Richard Branson and Virgin Galactic. Would that be somebody you were thinking about is what he said. That's the and one. Then he-
2: That's the one. Yep.
1: <laughs> yes. I think, yes. I, think also-
2: Elon, I think Elon Musk is the other guy who is not only looking at driverless cars, but also was trying to develop um, commercial space flight. So might have been Elon Musk.
1: Well, I have to tell you, that's who I picked up, but I have to tell you something really funny about Elon, and I hope he's listening to my show. First of all, I thought about buying his truck. It looks like a car. It's super cool, but the good news, the thing I loved about it is, it is so, uh, it, it's made of what the spacecrafts are. It's lightweight, but it can't be damaged. So he took a big sledgehammer. You know, my car looks like it's been, a bit, you know, because I hit it all the time. So I, I have big dents in my car. You can't dent this car. But then he went and he threw, he had Uh,
2: somebody, uh, go ahead. Excuse me, you have big dents in your car. What do you keep hitting and should other other road users and drivers around your neighborhood be aware of this?
1: Oh, uh, gosh, yes. I mean, nobody likes driving with me, but I do have to tell you that Elon Musk all throws through, just recently, rocks at the window saying that it was it bulletproof and they broke. So, Elon, darling, in order for me to buy that truck and car, it has to be bulletproof, which I never worry about, but that means that it won't shatter, or uh, uh, you, you can't damage it. And that's what I'm waiting for, and he had a really good price on it, but honey, you got to go back to the drawing board. Because that's what I need. I need that truck made into a car that nobody, that even if I hit my garage 10,000 times or hit other people, that it won't damage my car.
2: A tank. That's what you do yes. by the sound of it. A tank.
1: Well, that's what everybody said I should have. But you know what? They're so bad on gas and I can't do it. Anyway, I, I Elon, stop going to the moon and start making the cars that we all need. All right, I am going to go to, ah, I, I, you know, I'm going to go to, oh, goodness gracious, i am lost my place, 951. We need to know who you're kissing under that mistletoe.
4: Hi. Hey, it's Nathaniel.
1: Nathaniel, who are you kissing under that mistletoe? Actually, it's your mistletoe, so you can kiss anyone you want.
3: Uh, Cheryl Ladd
1: Cheryl Ladd in Charlie's Angels is that the one with Charlie's Angels or no yeah Uh, Yeah. oh okay we got it I love Cheryl Ladd and I always love Charlie's Angels I wish I was an angel but I kind of am an angel so that's okay I just don't belong to Charlie okay now you've been waiting to talk to Jerry and so now you've got him
2: Hi, Jerry. Hi, Nathaniel. Hi, hi. So, uh, what did you want to ask?
4: My what now?
2: What, uh, what did you want to say? Did you have a question for me? I mean, I know I'm psychic, but I'm yeah, not I've quite yet a mind reader.
4: Uh, I wanted to see what the spirit was coming through
2: with. Uh. That's a very wide question. Or, uh, and you know that with mediumship, it's not always possible to link with somebody who might wish to connect with you unless you had a particular question I can tune into.
1: Who are you looking you
4: know, for, Nathaniel? I, I, well, I was looking for my spirit guides, uh, you know, what they're trying to uh, get through with. That's
2: okay, 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 okay. Um, um the art of good communication—you have to take this as I'm giving it to you, because it, it'll make sense if not directly, then later. The art of good communication is hear the message, receive the message, repeat the message. You cracked stage one, but you haven't quite yet got around to stage two you're not quite receiving the messages as they are intended. What they're asking you to do is to clear away some old emotional debris that seems to be causing a block. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Because the start of your path or your journey for 2020 should be... Without any old emotional cobwebs, you need to get them blown away somewhere. The other thing is they are trying and and constantly try, bless them, um, to bring through the guidance to you directly. But as I said, you seem to be missing stage two for some reason. Um, I also, what my feeling is, and I don't wish to sound like um, I'm. I don't. This doesn't cause an offence in the such. I feel that you need some extra support or guidance as to why your psychic beacon seems to be off frequency. Yeah. You've Gone very quiet.
1: <laughs> well, I'm Speak just. To to you.
2: Nathaniel. Speak Nathaniel. to me,
1: Nathaniel. Speak to Nathaniel.
4: Oh, oh, speak to me. I I wasn't sure what you were saying. Yeah, speak uh, to me. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can see me. that. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, uh, do that. Yeah.
2: Um there's something creative project-wise or work-wise that you also I feel could be doing a lot more with that's either been shelved or just doesn't seem to be going anywhere at the moment.
4: Mhm, and that's related and to work, you say? Work, or would that be?
2: Uh... I didn't know. I said some creative project. Oh, creative
4: project.
2: I said okay. a creative, something creative. Um, and there's also uh, there is a change in property. I'm not sure that it's a, a a move as such, but there's something to do with changing property, or a change within property uh, coming up for you as well. That's not until possibly April or May of next year. Um, They seem to be very intent, though, on trying to get your um, spiritual hearing sorted out. And I can see a, a spirit energy looking really intently at you, and they keep saying, but he doesn't always hear what we're saying. So tune in, tune in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, me.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I I I really would love you to work. You know, I I just think first before you work with Jerry, um, because you call different hours and stuff like that. I really tried to get you to, uh, and and I'm not going to put Kelly on the spot, but she can help you a lot. So um, please make sure that you you know connect with her. Okay. Uh, uh, uh.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I haven't heard from her. So I, you know, I text her and I, I never get a message back. So.
1: Okay. Cause, Cause you need someone to talk to actually, you'd be great in Jerry's class. You would actually, I mean, it wouldn't take long to yeah. But but um, you'd have to work that out it, it, with Jerry.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, I'm just trying to, you know, uh,
2: How are you feeling? Uh, uh, There's a healing needed somewhere. Uh, I keep picking up an emotional healing needed. There's something around um, your timeline that's been disrupted and hasn't been smoothed back into place again. And that to me feels like it's um, quite a significant uh, block. And I don't like using the word blocks necessarily. But I, I keep focusing on this emotional cent- energy center of yours. <clears throat> and they're now saying healing. So I, do you understand why they're saying that? hmm Yeah, that's the key, see, here. Sure. Until that's shifted, <laughs> um, but then your energy won't flow as, um, as well as you would like it to, um, but it has the potential to. So I would address that emotional healing path first
1: okay Nathaniel I am gonna have to move on but I want to wish you a happy healthy and wonderful holiday and the healing you know is a physical healing too besides a a metaphysical healing so we're sending a lot of love and light to you my friend and when you get ready uh, please go to Jerry's website I know you have a computer And that's, uh, and Jerry, we didn't even give that. Can you give that now? Because the last 14 minutes, how people can get a hold of you because you do a lot and this is what you do for a living. So please tell everybody how to find you. But you do teach metaphysical classes and you've got some pretty heavy hitters in those classes as well as beginners. So please go ahead, Jerry.
2: Uh, My website is uh, senseofknowing.co.uk. Um, you will also find me through social media, although some of that will be changing in the new year. Uh, I'm not quite sure to what extent yet, but there are other changes that are coming up. So the website, with the first port of call, Google my name, it'll bring it'll bring uh, it'll also share to get in touch with me. There is a form on the uh, on the contact page of my website for anything that you might wish to inquire about, know more about, book readings or whatever with me that's the place to go to so it's www.senseofknowing.co.uk
1: i love that and listen i i believe you know i again i'm not gonna i could make so many jokes about the gift of giving as i think or i feel like i did the other day we don't give those kind of gifts you know those are the ones that you got to physically get but for jerry if you have any gifts that you need to get given your metaphysical he is an amazing he does everything so whether you want to go into your akashic records whether you want to do some work with uh metaphysical teaching healing you want to you want to communicate with your pet you want a psychic medium reading or any any reading you know he's been on the show for years you he's just amazing and i know many of you, and many people that are in the metaphysical field uh, we, we we do give Jerry a gift to everyone we love. So you might want to think about it this season. You only have about three weeks left. Anyway, I do want to say, Jerry, you are absolutely awesome. And I even give myself that gift every once in a while. So <laughs> I love it. Uh, unless, Jerry, do you want to say anything before I move to the next caller? No,
2: carry on, carry on.
1: Okay. Three oh three, you are we wanna know who you're gonna kiss under your mistletoe. Hi. Hi. Um Hi. I'm
4: not gonna kiss any- Hi, I'm not gonna kiss anyone at all.
1: You're not gonna kiss <laughs> anyone? No. Hope and no one to kiss, so well, but well, wait a minute, wait a minute, then you didn't listen because what it could be is somebody from spirit, somebody, you know, here in reality, somebody out cat. any, 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 anybody you would like to kiss under that mistletoe. You can um, kiss yourself. I would
4: uh, probably, probably it would be um, any of the, any of the dogs, uh, any of the pets. That I have had, who have you know, long gone. Any one of those, there's probably a couple of dogs from my childhood that I would want to kiss,
1: you know, on the on the oh. on the on the forehead.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. I am so excited. We've got the first one on the show, which I know everyone wants to kiss their pets, that are actually bringing their spiritual pets through their mental health. Yeah. So who are we speaking with? Um, This is Allison. Allison, you've got Jerry for a few minutes. Go for it, girl.
4: Thank you. I didn't catch the beginning of the
1: very beginning of the show. Is there an instruction? I'm, I'm to follow? No, no, you know what? The only instruction was you had to kiss somebody under that mistletoe, and you already gave us who you'd want to kiss. The good news okay. is, I I love my show, because you never know what anybody's going to say. That's what's so great about a live talk show, and when I did them with the jingles and people who had to sing their, their, their favorite you know, uh, holiday oh. song, everyone was different. Today is the mistletoe kiss. So you did really cool and we haven't got a pet yet. So go ahead, go for it.
4: Yeah. All right. You can ask Hi, Jerry, Jerry anything. Hi Jerry. Hi Allison. So, so what's are, your question? We're looking ahead to twenty twenty. I I guess the of really the biggest thing for me is um uh making uh I've some big big moves a uh, big big a lot of big changes coming up, including a, a big move um, for the coming year. Um, deciding where that's going to happen and and um, looking at a lot of different areas, different parts of the country right now. So it's not decided yet, but it's a it's a major job. It's a major effort. I'm I'm getting way too old. <laughs> I'm getting way too old to be making any more moves. So, this is gonna be the last one for me. This is gonna be it <laughs> one more move. That's all I got left for me, so um, just kind of wondering what you might um pick up around all of that.
2: Can I have your date of birth, please
4: March fifteenth nineteen do you need the year oh. as well? Ah, oh, beware uh, of the eyes of march baby yep yeah. i do
2: i do I do need the year too, please, yes, all right. 1957. Okay. Um, interestingly enough, it's your birth month that comes to the forefront immediately as being um, a big month of change. So March is the is the time for you in the new year, um, and then it'll be there'll be a three month cycle. Um, where you just get caught up in this whirlwind of activity that is getting everything and all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. Um, I keep linking you with, I don't know whether it's a town, a state, um, but the, uh, the initial M, as in uh, Mary, Mary Lou, Mississippi, Minnesota, Maryland. Uh, it's an M-sounding name that I connect you with for this move um as i said i linked it with also with m as in march um uh you say it's the last move you're going to make yes it is sort of
1: <laughs> jerry i am going unless you have anything else to tell allison i'm moving to the next caller i want to get a couple more and we only have seven minutes so and i know i've taken up a lot of that so can i ask do you have anything? I don't want to stop you from spreading the the news there. But do you have anything else you want to tell out, Alison? I got the gist of what you just said, so I know she did.
2: No, that's as much as I could give.
1: Okay. Do you have any any? Uh, can you bring anything through more on prediction?
2: you just have to give me a second. Do you carry on?
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to read for, I'm going to read. Thank you, everyone in chat. I love you. I know we got some new people in. And yeah, unfortunately, it is almost the end of the show. Fidelio says, within the silence of my heart, I have found a place I call my knowing. And my my knowing has no words. I love that. It's beautiful. It sounds like it was written by a poet. Also, he is born on the 10th of July, 1952. Yay. I am just an aging hippie. I think we all are. But I'm like a glamour hippie, though. So, 551, you are on the show. We need to know very quickly who you'd kick up, kick, kick. Yeah, who would you kick out of the mistletoe? Who you would kiss under your mistletoe and ask a question pretty quickly. Hi. Hi. It would probably be Trey Song. And um, who?
4: Trey Song, so he's a singer.
1: Oh. Okay we're getting a lot of Singers that's because we want to be serenaded (laughs) Ask a question really quick Name and ask a question Uh, T and When do you
3: see me Moving
2: Um, When do we see you moving Uh, I see you Planning something in uh, Mid February I don't feel anything comes up Before then there seems to be other stuff that you need to deal with between now and then um you seem to have um sufficient or added resources by mid-february that is going to enable you to look at where to move to then you seem to hesitate about um is either why you're moving or where you or the style of property you're going to um then there's a bit of a pause, and then it all seems to wash in very quickly. So you need to be aware that between February and April is a rather intense period. And I wish to make a complaint. Not one person who's phoned in yet has said that they were going to kiss me under the mistletoe. So, nah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my
4: goodness
1: gracious. All of you, you're on Jerry's coal list. So now when you go for Christmas and then you come down or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa down that missile, down your chimney or anything you want to leave, you're going to get a thing of coal from Jerry that says, I should have been under your mistletoe. Thank goodness I wasn't under anybody's, you know, (laughs) I would just be there forever then. So I am going to ask 307, I, I feel like I know who this is. I need a quickly one person, please, who you're going to kiss and ask the question very quickly. We only have a couple minutes. So 307. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Thank you for
3: picking me up. You know, better than one person. It's like, I'll kiss Caddy first. Thank you. It's like my dear and and, and all of my dearly beloved departed. And since Jerry is feeling left out, I will give you a on the cheek. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, I'll give I you one too body.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Mom, ask one question, Kelly because then I've gotta I've gotta almost wrap it up. So go ahead, ask Jerry your question. I didn't see you. you're at the bottom of the list here. So go for it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, that's
3: fine. Uh oh golly. So many. Only one question. Um deepers. Okay, Jerry, I'm just gonna say, um, would you just bring forward who's ever standing in line clamoring to be heard? The most. <laughs> would you just bring them forward?
2: No. Um, no.
3: Um, okay.
2: <laughs> no. There's something. I, the reason why I said that, there's something more earthly that you're supposed to be dealing with right now. Um, okay. Because what they did, oh, yeah. what, they, what Spirit did was they pushed you forwards. So it's all very well asking them to, to step up, but they pushed you and say, what is it you're supposed to focus on? Why did you avoid the obvious question? Because you didn't want to hear the obvious answer. Does that make sense to you?
3: <laughs> Probably, I guess. Yeah, I thought it might. I uh, yeah, because I, I will be on my way. If I got some really exciting news. I got to share. Got to share. Um, now, you, we have, you have one
1: got, minute. Have
3: I it. got one minute. Okay, I'll talk really super fast. Um, Got this deed. Last night, it's like it was uh, made out May 19th of 2006. It has been in limbo for like 13 plus years. It's like I'd love to know where it's been hiding because uh, we own this piece of property, and I'm so excited. And I just called the courthouse. It's only going to cost us $12 to file this deed, but I just got it in my hand last night. Is that what it is? (laughs) I will be driving into town as soon as this is over. Yes, I will.
1: (laughs) Go so because I only have a few minutes. Slowly.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Zerry ran off the road yesterday. We were heading in yesterday, and it was slick and icy, and it's like he's an inexperienced driver kind of sort of. He hit the brakes on the truck. He ended up in the ditch. Thank God he didn't roll it. He didn't hit a delineator post, but he did have to put it in four-wheel drive to get back on the highway, and it took him about five minutes. So I, okay. I was ahead of him in a small car. I backed up, and it's like I waited to make sure he was okay, and the truck was okay, yeah. and, and then we went All on, right. but it took a while.
1: Tally, we've got to go. So go ahead, Jerry. What are okay. you saying?
2: Just I always say was we'll take it slowly. There's no rush.
1: Okay. okay. Where was okay. the chamber, Jerry? <laughs> Do you know where the deed was? That's what she's kind of wondering. Did somebody else have the deed and 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 where was it all these years?
2: Uh I don't wish to sound like I'm offering a stupid or or um ridiculous answer. It wasn't meant to come to the surface until now. Um, wow. It was okay. waiting It was waiting for the dust to settle and the heat to die down. Uh, I don't feel it was hidden by a person. It was just keeping itself hidden. Sounds strange, but that's just, I, and it sounds an obvious answer, but that's what I get. I okay. love that, that's-
1: Kelly. I have 23 seconds left, so I'm going to put you on hold. I have to tell everyone, everyone, put everybody under your mistletoe. Kiss everybody. Share the love, the joy, the happiness, the peace, and the health with everyone this season. Have great cheer. Have great food. Have a lot of love. If you don't have anybody to love, go talk to people in the street. Go sit and have a cup of coffee. Love your animal. Love your pet. Love yourself. But have a happy Happy, happy new year. Please join me on my last show for this year. Well, well, the last live show. We will have um, Circa Jerry, my reruns. But uh, Friday, 10 o'clock, join me. Jerry, we are officially off the air. I absolutely love being on with you, my friend. It has been, what, four years? How many years have we been on together?
2: It's been quite a while. Quite a while.
1: Anyway, bless you. <laughs> yes. Thank you
2: very thank you very much for your continued patience and uh, we will speak again very soon.
1: Oh, I drive you crazy and you know it. So anyway, I love you. Happy, happy holidays, Jerry. Mwah from my house to yours thank and you. everyone else. Bye. God bless.
2: Bye. Bye.